Hi, 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 hi. Sorry I'm late. A little disaster happened a second ago. But I'm here, I'm here. Um, hope you guys are having a great night. Um, we're just waiting on Car and Didi to get here. Let me pull up my notes for this show episode. How's everyone doing? Hi, Jimmy. Hi, what the what? I like what the what. I like that. Hi, everybody. How's your night going? Um, I had a crazy day. I'm really tired, and I had like half of mine to just go to bed, but I was like, no, nah, we gotta talk about this. Didi's here. How you doing? Hi, Kara's here, Didi's here. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm okay. Hello. I'm okay. Hey. How is everybody? We're good, how are you? Good. I'm okay. I'm good, I'm glad to hear that. Hey, TJ, TJ's here. Congratulations, TJ, we saw your wedding, it was very nice. Um, so we're going to jump in and get started because I'm late, like usual. I think this is a recurring thing for me now. So I was up. <laughs> I was here. I was here. Like, that's the thing. I wasn't even doing anything. I swear to God, I was here the whole time. I have this whole issue going on. Um, I'll, I'll explain it to you later. I don't want to talk about it publicly, but this whole issue. And I'm just like, shit, right? Like, shit. can I get a break here? So, um. Oh, let's let's start out. Oh, we're on episode 16, I believe, of The Other Way tonight. Um, so there was no Holly or Wayne tonight. Or Dumbass. Wait, who? Somebody else wasn't there, right? Johan and Dumbass. Yo, Johan, yeah, yeah. They weren't there either. We're, they're really making <laughs> us wait for this breakup, right? Like, they're really making us wait. But we know it's coming. We know that she's going to kick him out of her. She's saying it's her house, even though he's paying half the rent. Did you catch that? Okay. She's like, I want you out of my house. And I was like, well, Danielle, the second you got here, you wanted him to pay half. Yep. You can't kick him out because it's half his, right? Like, you yep. can draw a line on the floor and say, don't cross my line, right? But you can't kick him out. And then that's right. Be like, I go, I go on one side of the apartment, you stay on the other side. So... <laughs> Somebody that is actually happening in the news right now. One of the real housewives is getting divorced and she has to live in the mansion with her ex. And they're like fighting. I don't know if y'all watch that, but I've been watching it and they've been calling the cops on each other every day. It's really, it's really entertaining. It's that's not funny. funny because that's horrible because they have kids, but it's entertaining when I see the stories on my it's timeline. So funny. right? <laughs> it is. It's like because they once loved each other, now they just want to like choke each other, and it's just it's fun. It's fun to watch. When it doesn't involve us, it's very yeah. entertaining. <laughs> So I, I want to talk about um, Armando and Kenny because they were back. They were gone for a while. And they are shopping egg donors. So they are going in full force with this baby situation, which I personally do not condone. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to say, like, don't have a baby. You should. But I don't condone what they're doing. They're moving. And then they're having this baby. And I think it's going to be a lot on them. And But they do have one thing in common. They both have the same taste in women. Because they were really, really picky on who was going to be the baby mama, right? They were, like, super picky and everything. Does that really matter? Because I've had some conversations with people, and I've always heard people say, as long as the baby is happy, healthy, and alive, it doesn't really matter. Like, if you were going to have a baby with a surrogate, does it matter who's carrying the baby? Are you going to be really, really, like, picky? Or do you oh. just want a happy, healthy baby? 
No, I'm going to be hella picky. So Heck yeah, okay. that's, that's your baby. I mean, you got to make sure that they're healthy, their self, that they don't do drugs. They don't yep. drink. They don't party. They don't act crazy that they are, you know, they're a hundred percent committed because surrogacy is just like, it's just like another job to people. They just doing it for the money. They could care less. Yeah. I don't want so, some crack in my baby. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure like standard procedure they're drug tested and background checked and everything. I mean, like the super picky stuff, like do they need to have a master's degree? Do they need to have traveled to more than five countries? Like, I mean, like the, the bougie stuff. Cause I feel like Penny and Armando were like, I don't like her eyes or I don't like her eyebrows. Like I felt like it was really picky and kind of petty, right? I felt like it was a little petty. I, I mean, the petty shit, like, what what college they went to or whatever that's not necessary but i i don't want i don't want a dumb kid and i don't want a dumb ugly kid <laughs> so i mean like i'd be a little picky my kids are gorgeous i'm i'm very i just i would be very picky i wouldn't want to add in you know what, what if you i don't care about the education as long as they as long as they're healthy they don't party they don't drink they don't do drugs i mean they don't sleep with a different man every night i mean <laughs> this is so interesting if you ended up with a kid that looks like big ed i mean you don't want that shit. if it yes if it, it could be prevented <laughs> if it could be prevented yeah. i definitely understand where you're coming from but when you yeah. said that they can't drink and go out and have fun and i was like so I can't carry their babies. You know, like, yeah. I, I like to have a good time, you know? Carrying, if somebody's carrying a baby for me, I don't want them at the bar drinking and smoking and all the shit. Exactly. I want my baby. I didn't help. realize how life-altering it is to be a surrogate because you're making some really good points because things that I do every day, a surrogate is not allowed to do because yeah. you're, you're giving the gift of life to someone. And we know through study after study, children can be born with different um, diseases and illnesses just based on something you eat, something you drink, something you inhale, things that you're doing. So I didn't even realize how serious it is. That's probably why people get paid so much money because you're ah. literally altering your life completely for yeah. more than nine months because there's the, fer there's the fertilization process, there's the um, pregnancy, there's the doctor's appointments, and you literally have to turn into a model person, a model, um, a model vessel for these people. I didn't realize it was that serious. But yeah. now that we're talking about the individual things that, that you would require, I, I agree with you. Because if you have a surrogate and then you happen to go out to the bar and you see your surrogate at the bar drinking at the bar across from you, you're gonna be like, what the yeah. hell, what the hell yeah. are you doing? I'm paying you like a whole bunch of money to not be out here drunk. Like, yeah. what are you doing? So exactly. I, I mean, I definitely get it. I think that Kenny and Armando are very, um very picky but it's it's in good it's in good conscience to be picky you know because your child is is something that not everybody gets to decide you know if the person is going to be sometimes people like i watch a lot of teen mom and unexpected some people have sex one time and yeah. they have a child right they didn't really get a lot of um background of that person they didn't get a lot of choices and a lot of times the girls say it's the first guy they ever slept with Right, so yeah. it was literally one and done, and now they have that child forever, and they didn't really get to choose. Yeah. So I guess when you are given the opportunity to make those decisions and get that background, I think it is important to to take it seriously and make sure you get the best possible um, donor 
Um, but I will say this though, I know some people, my mom's been a teacher her whole life, she just retired. And I know some, my mom's a master's degree holder, most of her friends are master's degree holders. So, and it's really interesting because I know some of my mom's, I hope they don't watch this. I know some of my mom's <laughs> friends, kids who didn't do a lot. I'll just put yeah. it in a nice way. Like they didn't go to college. Um, they don't work much. Um, they they abuse substances. Yeah. So it's really interesting because a lot of people are like, well, I want them to have a good background and I want them to have like, and I was like, none of that always matters. You know, like sometimes they could have like the best possible um, representation of who to be and what to do and they just do whatever they want. Yeah. Because I noticed a lot of that too. But did you find it creepy at all when they said, we'd pick you if you were on the list? I'm sure she was very uncomfortable. Yeah. That was very uncomfortable, and um, I'm, I think that that is sexual harassment, right? Am I not? Am I right? I'm pretty sure I mean, that's I, sexual harassment. I feel like that's very uncomfortable because yeah. she was in the workplace, right? She was a. This wasn't like a restaurant or a bar or any. That was a workplace. That was that was harassment. I felt yeah. uncomfortable for her. Yeah, you know, because they're like, oh, if we, you know, we would pick you, and if you were looking for a threesome, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. whoa not yeah. that type of party yeah. this is a medical facility like not that type of party keep that in that you know don't make anybody feel uncomfortable so when you make your next appointment she's like well i ain't taking them like somebody i'm not dealing with yeah. these people you know yeah it was creepy all right so um let's talk about sarper and shekinah did anybody catch sarper's um, um shekinah's sister's name I, I thought i wrote it down but i didn't shariah shariah Shariah, Shariah. I want to talk about Shariah because Shariah got a second chance um, to get a, a good impression. I don't want to say she did. Sarper got a second chance to give yeah. Shariah a good impression of who he was because we know last week Sarper failed miserable at, well, some people would argue, yeah, some people would argue that he didn't fail. He just showed who he really was and it, it yeah. wasn't nice. That's what some people would argue. But a lot of people yeah. are like, well, he failed miserably at showing who he really is. And then tonight, he was like, oh, he was on his best behavior. And he's like, I'm going to post our relationship together. And I want you to take the picture, whatever. And I felt like that was such a cop out. Also, did you notice that he didn't say he was sorry? Yeah. He was like, I feel really bad for what happened. And then and in his little um in the moment interview, he's like, well, I apologize. And I was like, yeah, I didn't yeah. where? Where did you apologize? I didn't see an apology. An apology consists of. I am sorry for filling yeah. the blank, right? That's and an apology. I'm so sick of people, not, right? Like, I'm so sick of people about like, it. Not well, just to I say it. Mean, right, like, get the apology out if you really want to be sorry. Don't say, oh, well, I see why you're upset. And then that counts as, that doesn't count as an apology for me, right? Yeah. Or many never post the picture. He's, well, right, he never posted the picture and said that he forgot. Yeah. So, my question is, when is Shekinah going to just decide that she deserves someone who acknowledges that she's alive? Like, I'm really trying to be, like, nice and understanding, but it's like, just, you deserve someone who acknowledges you and someone who doesn't call you a slut, doesn't call you the B word when you're annoying him, doesn't weigh you in the morning, doesn't tell you how to do your hair, doesn't tell you how to do Like, when is she going to actually want that? She made it really clear when we met her, she wanted to make a good example for her daughter. Where's the example, yeah. Shekinah? Where are you working towards that? Because what I'm seeing now, your daughter is not going to agree with. Luckily, your daughter is really intelligent. 
the tiny amount of time that we saw her and she interacted with you, we know that she would never be in this situation that you're in. Yeah. We know that she's more intelligent, but when are you going to, to get to that level? Because at what, 16, this girl is already there, right. right? Like when is she gonna just say, hey, I deserve somebody who's gonna respect me, who doesn't say that I'm fat, who doesn't say that I need to lose weight, who doesn't say that I can't dress the way I wanna dress, who doesn't put a scale in front of, like I'm really tired of women letting men treat them so horribly. And then she almost kind of attacks anyone around her that tries to show her. Like she was trying to talk to her sister, like, well, you don't know him the way I do. You don't understand him the way I, we all understand him. He's an a-hole. There's nothing really to understand. I also feel like these moms aren't setting a very good example for their kids when they're having plastic surgery from head to toe. Like, mm -hmm. it just, I mean, I, I've recently seen pictures of Darcy's daughter and she's had some procedures and it's oh my God. I did see those pictures. I was shocked because at first I thought that she wasn't going to go that path. Yeah. I, because she, she, she was getting older. She was going to college. She looked great. She didn't, but I did see the pictures you're referring to and it's, it's very clear yeah. that she's going down that path. And I'm really sad about that. Yep. Ever want my kids to feel like they need to change their appearance to be accepted by anyone or anyone. not a man, not society, not to be a model. Not to, if if people don't accept you for who you are and what you look like and what you bring to the table, they don't deserve to be yeah. in your life. And I think Shekinah is really giving up her self worth, her self love, her self um, what makes her who she is because yeah. she just wants to be accepted by men. And it's like yeah. men don't have to accept you they can accept you or not and you can decide to accept that or not and i think that she's right. so used to defending men and defending their actions and their behavior every time we see her she's like oh well he didn't mean it that way or he didn't understand his language barrier he doesn't really know how to talk about you know this stuff it's always an excuse yeah it's always something that he did because she's well if you knew him the way i did you would understand that he didn't really mean yeah. he meant what he said and he said what he meant it came out the way he meant it to come out exactly you have to put your foot down and say look i'm not gonna appreciate and allow you to disrespect me period yeah. in front of her own family it's like her sister sitting there and he's disrespecting her and it's like if he doesn't even get on your best get on his best behavior for other people because one thing that a lot of women say especially um my one friend, she had a battered women's shelter, and she said most women said um, that men who battered women were always on their best behavior in front of other people. Absolutely. They were like, Absolutely. and I was like, what caught me is really interesting was Sarper isn't even on his best behavior. He doesn't even put on a show in front of anyone else. He's just a douche yeah. all the time. And I was like, even men who do horrible things, abuse women, they even put on a show yeah. when other people are yeah, around just make, to make it. Make they gotta trick everybody else so exactly. whenever they actually come out and tell the truth people think they're lying exactly exactly so when he was talking to her the way he was talking to her in front of her sister it really struck me as is really scary because i was like this man doesn't even care yeah. that other people can hear and see the way that he treats her he's just doing it out in the open for anybody to see you know yeah. even abusive men pretend that they're not an a-hole. They pretend that they're not an, a terrible human being just so other people don't get, but Sarper is just like, oh, you're a B-word, you're a slut. I'm, I can't stand it, you're all in my business. Tell your sister to shut up. Like, this is how he's talking to these women, to their face, and I'm like, imagine if no one else was around and yep. there weren't cameras around, how much worse this conversation could get. Yep, and now, now she's stuck.
Not necessarily. She can still go home. Yeah, she could still go home, but now she's stuck because she painted him as this wonderful person in this great relationship, and she's never going to go back and admit she was wrong. And then oh. he's a and you're right. Because remember her best friend, her best friend shot his shot with her. He was like, before you go over there, you know, I would love to date you. And I always said this, this saying, because um, women are like, oh my gosh, I really wish I could find a nice guy, a respectful guy. And I said, for every douchebag that a woman dates, she turned down five nice guys. Yep, and it's like, there was a really good guy who you've known all your life, who has a good track record in relationships, who presented himself to you before you went over there and said, hey, I would treat you right. I would respect you. I would be a good spouse to you if you're interested. And she looked, she was just like, mm. no, 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 that's disgusting, right? And now she's stuck yeah. in the situation. It's like, you keep, nice guys really do finish last. They really don't get any type of respect for the way that they take women out, pay for the dinner, treat them like queens, open the door for them, respect them. Don't do it. If the woman says no, it really means no. They don't yell at you. They don't scream. They get no credit yeah. for that. But douchebags get to do none of the above and still be top of the list of what women want. It's like, I hate to be, you know, blaming ladies for the situations that they're in, but it's like, you have to want a good guy really bad. And I get it. I get it. Like what's best for you isn't always what you want. Like when you are at a restaurant, there's a piece of cake and then there's a salad. What's best for you isn't always the most appetizing or appealing. It's, and it's hard. You have to make that decision because put Sarper next to a good guy. She kind of is going to always veer to that direction because that's her type. I understand. But your type can be toxic to you. Just like um, some people like to smoke. They like to vape. That is a toxic thing to your body. I get it. You enjoy it. It does something for you, but it is toxic. Sometimes our decisions can be toxic. And I think Sar Sarper is a toxic decision for Shekinah, and until she's ready, she's ready in here to change her behavior. Because we want to come for Sarper, but it's like Shekinah's behavior and her decisions are what keeps bringing her into these same relationships with different men. Yeah. And Sarper just makes it too easy to come for him. Yeah. Because literally, I can attack everything about him. I don't, yeah, hate, exactly. I don't hate people, but that guy, man, like if, you know, the teachers like say something nice about someone and I'll be like, can I just like write lines on the yeah. board because I can't think of anything. Like, honestly, yeah. I can't do it. Like, you know, like say one nice thing about it. I'm like, I tap out. I'm sorry. I can't, yeah. I can't say one nice thing. This guy just sucks. Yeah. And it's like the way that he degrades women. It just, it irritates me. He's like, oh, I've been with over 2,500 women and I gave up other women for 70 days for you. And I'm like, big freaking whip, yeah. dude. Like 70 days is like your, your, he's like, he makes it seem like he's um the male mother Teresa for not cheating on her. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. Not well, cheating on your girlfriend. We know that he cheated and he's still cheating. So yeah. Because if you're in a relationship and you don't want nobody, if you don't want your partner to look at um to look at your phone at all, it's because you're hiding something. Absolutely. But plain and simple. Why do you think? Because this is another question that I was talking to someone the other day about. Why do you think men who aren't ready to settle down like to settle down? Because look at Jovi, for instance. Jovi and Yara, he wasn't ready to settle down. He wants to go to strip clubs. He wants to text strippers, but he also wants to settle down and have a girl at home to cheat on. Because and it's like, why do you- he, want, he wanted his family. He wanted a good woman. 
and he wanted a child that which is why he kept his job out of town so he can still go be a fuck boy out of town and come home to his wife and and baby he's a piece of shit too yeah and usually they're uh usually that well no not usually all the time <laughs> when a man or a woman chooses to do that is because that's their safe place that is their their um their plan b they always got somewhere to they always got someone to go home to yep. they go out they do whatever it is they want to do and then they can go home and, and he's, be a, a husband he's, or a wife it's not he's fair not because talk. they they didn't sign up to be a plan b yara didn't sign up to be a plan b she never would have said yes when he proposed to her if she was no if she knew that he was still gonna be a f boy yeah and he would just come home to her every now and then she never would have said yes it's like it's under false pretenses it's like they tell you they want to settle down they say they want a family they knock the girl up and then the first thing they do is go to a strip club yeah like i, I don't understand the logic it's like if you're not ready to settle down leave these women alone I these women are out minding their own business. They're not looking for anything. You go and get on a knee and disrupt her life and ask her to marry you. And then you go and cheat on her. Like, leave these women alone. I guarantee when he's at work, he's at work 50% of the time. The other 50% of the time, he is at a strip club. See, I believe that too, because when I found out that he was still texting a stripper that he had met overseas where he works overseas i was like so this is a, a behavior right like he goes to the strip club too not just a stripper but a stripper he slept with and went on vacation with yeah so she's an ex period well yeah he, he doesn't want to call her an ex he wants to call her a stripper but yeah. i don't know i don't know men that go to strip clubs and then take the stripper to jamaica like yeah. i i don't that, that's your ex-girlfriend or that's your your what do you call that um your yes, booty call, your your yeah. who you're with right now, yeah. right? Like that's more. I know that people go to strip clubs and they go there and then they leave and they don't have any communication whatsoever with those strippers. Absolutely. And I'm not I'm not saying going to the strip club is better for those people, but you have to know that when you go there, it's a visual thing, and then you leave and you have no communication. You shouldn't know their names. You shouldn't go hang out with them at a lounge afterward. You shouldn't have drinks with them when they're not dancing. You go there, you look leave right like yeah. i don't know what's so difficult right. with that yeah i agree i don't know that's that's just mm. but sarper he first of all i still cannot believe that she allows him to weigh her dress her tell her what she can and cannot wear how to do her makeup how to do her hair how to talk how to see it how to walk how to breathe how to sleep i mean <laughs> That's yeah, it's crazy. It's absurd. All while she's not allowed to know what he's doing on social media. Like on social media, he's still single. Yeah, he gets to control her entire life, and it's like I I need her to put her foot down. She's beautiful. She can get anybody she wants. I think in her mind, like we were talking about somebody else who said that where they were like, "You're out of my league." Who was that? Um, it was on Love and Paradise. Yeah, it was um Matthew and. Uh, what's her face? He kept, Anna? He kept saying that she was out of his league. Yeah. And I, yeah, Pris Picks, I think that's true. She doesn't know her worth. She's under the impression that she shouldn't have him. And yeah. I think that that's making her accept his behavior because she's like, well, um, you know, I don't think that a guy of this caliber should be with me. So I, I know that, you know, he could have any woman in the world, blah, blah, blah. I don't care how you feel. Like, 
if the person you're with is not respecting you, let him go with be with somebody yeah. else. Like if he can't respect you, and I don't, and women really have to know their worth because think about it. If Sarper said that he was sleeping with 2,500 women, he gave up his lifestyle for her. She has to be something special, yep. right? Because if he had the option to just go bang anybody he wanted at any moment he wanted, and he's saying he doesn't want to do it anymore, you have to be special. You're not just yeah. any girl because he could get any girl, yeah. literally. He's out stripping. Well, he says he was out stripping. We saw the dance. We don't know if that's true or not. We, just, we said There's that. There's no way he was out stripping right. because, oh, Lord and mercy. No, I don't know what he was doing that day, but it showing up wasn't stripping. Yep. I just, I want <laughs> the best for her. And I know everybody is just like, oh, I don't care. She gets what she deserves. I don't believe that. I believe everybody makes a bad decision, especially when it comes to relationships. We, we make decisions based on attraction or, um, What's the word um, when we're infatuated? You know, we make decisions where we don't see the full picture. Like, so I don't judge people based on their relationship decisions because we've all done it. Yeah. We've all found ourselves in a relationship we never should have been in. So I don't just say, okay, whatever. I don't care what happens to Shekinah. She shouldn't have been with him in the first place. I just want her to acknowledge and come to grips with he's not the right one. Yeah. That's, I just want that for her. She can do so much better. And I know everyone's like, oh, she has so much work. She did. But she looks good though, right? Like if we were yeah. gonna compare Nikki Exotica to Shekinah, Shekinah looks amazing, right? Like let's just be real. Shekinah can get somebody if she wanted to, and she can get somebody who's gonna show her his phone yeah. if she really needs to see it. But I, I want her to find a relationship where she doesn't have the need to even look. I yeah. want her to have that relationship because I don't think she knows what that's like. I don't yes. think she knows what it's like to have a man that fully respects her and fully appreciates her. And I want that for her. I want her to, even if it's the first relationship that she had, I want her to get that so she can show it her daughter. She can bring that man home to her daughter and say, look, he respects me. He posts me on social media. He's not embarrassed me. He shows me off. He doesn't weigh me. Like, I want that for her because I feel like in her mind, the way that Sarper acts is normal and it's not. So that's, that's all I want for her. I just want her for her to find a real man that's gonna appreciate her, love her, and treat her like a queen yeah and she can understand moving forward she doesn't have to marry that man but this understand moving forward this is the type of treatment you deserve yeah. and show yeah. that to your daughter like your daughter should know that too your daughter needs to know if he doesn't respect you he doesn't respect the way you look he doesn't respect the way you dress he doesn't respect how much you weigh kick his ass to the curb like there's no exactly. reason why you should lower yourself to be with anyone who doesn't respect you yep 100% agree. So yep. let's talk let's talk about this 4 a.m. wedding in India, right? So we're watching Kimberly and TJ's I called it, I don't know if y'all were on my Twitter. I called it short-term ceremony because I don't I feel like it's somebody on Twitter said they were divorced before the sun came up and I was like, "Y'all yep. so me." But we watched this wedding. It was a really beautiful wedding, like for real. Indian weddings are so beautiful, intricate, oh, okay. um, elegant, attention to detail. It just, it's crazy. I don't yeah. know like how much it costs to get married in India, but if you're gonna get married, you should do it there. It's so beautiful. The colors, the clothing. I think Kimberly was on like her fifth outfit. Like it's just- costing though. Well, yeah, even, even for Kimberly who complains, even she was like, this is crazy. She was like, in America, I would have had sex and went to bed. Like it was yeah. four in the morning and they were still going in ceremony after ceremony after ceremony. And this was days and days. Like it's, I love the way that they take marriage seriously. 
over yeah. there because over there they really do mean when you get married this is forever like in america i've been to weddings where it started at noon and at 12 25 i was walking to my car to drive to the reception yeah we don't take it as seriously as they do like the ceremonies yeah. and the symbolism that they have yeah. in, in their weddings it really is a serious um union you know and unfortunately for kimberly it ain't you know but for for most of the indian people getting married in that culture it's very serious it was beautiful I was really um, happy with the way that both families were involved because, you know, we watched the Ginny and Submit story and we, we know how nobody wanted to be involved. Nobody got along. So it was so beautiful to watch her mom and dad, her, I mean, her stepmom and dad got to walk her down the aisle with the rest of everyone was just united. And it really yeah. hit me as beautiful because we've seen a lot of stories from India where it's the unitedness of the Americans and the, the Indian people weren't there. So this was a yeah. really beautiful ceremony. It's unfortunate it involved Kimberly. But yeah. it was really yeah. nice. And I, I thought that she was very respectful for the for, in Kimberly fashion. She yawned a few times, mm -hmm. but it was four in the morning. So it's like, do you give her a, a pass? It was like, I yawned at midnight. So like, it was four in the morning. So I was like, maybe I'll give her a pass. In comparison to the other two days, she was much more respectful of what was happening. I felt that way. Because it was the final day. She was like, shit, it's finally almost over. <laughs> I mean. I'd be exhausted. Yeah, I couldn't. We already know that she's gonna start showing her tail next week. So. Yeah, I felt like she she finally gave it a rest and was just acknowledging the what was going on around her and and, and accepted it and and tried to appreciate it. Yeah, because usually her when we see that, her, her stepmom and her dad was there too, so she couldn't. Yeah, she couldn't act out in front of them. She's got to be the little angel. I have, but yeah. next week they're gonna be gone, so. Her little chicken bomb is going to explode. She's on her best behavior when her parents are around. I have noticed that. Whenever yep. her mom and dad were in the room or at the table, she acted much more civilized yep. than she does when they're not around. So you're right. So maybe their presence at the wedding helped a lot to keep her to act like a more civilized human being. Because we know deep down, there's got to be one in there. Her parents seem like very sane people, right? Like deep down, there has to be a civilized yep. person in there. It just who knows where she's at half the time right yeah, for sure so on twitter people said that they were taking bets on how long it would last but i think everybody here we all know it's it's over right i'm pretty sure we know this already right like we know that it wasn't gonna last and it's unfortunate because i think tj really did want to stay married to her like honestly i do believe i don't know why you know i don't want to get into the mind of TJ. I don't know why, but I really do think that he was marrying her to marry her, like, for real. I don't he, think that he was doing it. He was absolutely precious the way he's like, today's the best day of my life. Today's so beautiful. Today, you know, every, he just had, he was so positive. And she's just like, ah, why are people still doing this? Yeah, yeah. I felt like he was, he was genuine about it. And I feel bad for him because I don't know exactly what ended their marriage yeah. or relationship. I, I don't know if we're going to see this season or we're going to have to wait till the tell-all to know exactly what happened, but she's not there no more, yeah. right? Like, so something happened, something went down. This man built a whole apartment on the roof for her. Yeah. Like he uprooted his life. He's changed his life. He did a, a million different things to accommodate her. And mm -hmm. she just shit all over it. And it just, it, it yeah. really hurt because, you know, a lot of times we, we watch these stories on 98 Like for instance, if we want to get into Rob and Sophie, Rob did absolutely nothing to prepare for Sophie yeah. to arrive, right? This man built yeah. a whole freaking apartment for her. Yeah. Like, this is the level of 
um, dedication that he had to make this relationship work. Rob bought some roach traps and was like, we good to go. We good to go. This man built a whole apartment. And it's like, I feel bad for him because it must be really difficult for him to, you know, go up to that apartment every day and see what, what never happened, what never was. Yeah. It, it's got to be hard to deal with. Yeah. You know, sure. It's crazy to me, though. I mean, it's it's really crazy. Like, why, why even want to get married if, like, you're married? I mean, y'all were already getting a divorce before you even got to India. I mean, that's how short the marriage was. Yeah. That, that was stupid. Yeah. Like, why, why, why play with someone's feelings like that? Why treat somebody like that? Yeah. I just don't yeah. get it. Wait, Judy, you said that she's been in the U.S. for a while. She read your cards. Okay, so I don't want to get like in your business, but when she read your cards, was it any way accurate? I'm just curious. Don't tell me like your personal information or anything, but like when she read your cards, because I'm kind of curious, um, was, was it like accurate at all? Because we've had our, um, we've had our, what do you, reservations about her being a clairvoyant. So that I was just clairvoyant. No reading, way possible. She's reading people's cards. So now I'm kind of curious to know like, did anything she say come across the truth? Like I had a reading by um, one of the girls off of Extreme Sisters. Um, she did a reading for me. Oh shit, this is like a year and a half ago. And it was so accurate. I was scared. I almost like threw my phone and ran. It was so accurate. I was like terrified. Like I, I didn't understand how she could be that good yeah. at like pinpointing what was going on in my life, what my worries were and things like. So I was just curious, how, how good was she Judy, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, like on a scale from one to 10, 10 being extremely accurate, one being completely full of BS. Like, I'm just curious, you know, how did that go for you? Yeah, very curious. Yeah, I need to know, I need to know that. Oh, she's not gonna say it, okay. That's okay, that's okay. I know it's very personal, I get it. It's very personal. Um, the. The readings are personal and everything. Okay, so let's head over to the Philippines. And we, oh wait, she did, she pulled one card that was a wolf. My last name is Wolf. Hmm. She said, I left my pack. And she's like, okay, so that's accurate. Okay, okay, interesting. That's very interesting. And wow, okay, so maybe she's, no. So she pulled a card, she got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I can see y'all's heads there. I would do it like this before I even there's, got it out. I can see it. No way possible. There's no freaking way possible. There's no way possible. I mean, I, I know. I mean, I know people. What y'all probably know people who knows how to do this. I do. But a true legit person doesn't even need to ask you any questions. They don't even know. They don't even need to know your birth date. They don't need to know nothing about you. It's all they're gonna do is look at you, and they're gonna be able to tell you. That's how you know they're true. Yeah. Um, oh, Judy said the rest of the reading wasn't good. Okay. Okay. So maybe you're right. You might have nailed it. She pulled the card by um, coincidence. It was the wolf card. Oh, it was a free reading. See, Judy, the bad, those are the best ones. It was free. You didn't pay anything. The one that I got was free, and I was scared. I was. I literally thought of like throwing my phone and running. It was so accurate. I thought that there was like somebody above me watching me or something. It was really scary. But. Okay, so let's head to the Philippines and talk about um, Brandon and Mary because they were back. And Brandon has been there for six months. So I owe a bunch of people $50 
because I bet that he wasn't going to last more than 60 days in the Philippines. So how, how wrong was I? Okay, so Brandon was there for six months. Mary claims that she's five months pregnant. So that would give them 30 days to get pregnant. What do you guys think of this timeline? Because I was under the impression if he was there for six months, she would have been six months pregnant when he got there. But obviously I'm wrong. So how do we feel? Because I still Unless feel they like- Unless they lie about how far along she is. She didn't well, look pregnant at all. She I'm was sorry, but I was- showing, yeah. And I, she's a bean, I mean, a complete bean pole. Like she's so thin that there's no way she wouldn't be showing. Well, at five months, I'm pretty sure you have a baby bump. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not gonna look like fully pregnant, but you're, especially someone of her stature, she's very, very thin. Yeah. Um, very, um, her waist is very small. So at five months, she would have looked pregnant. She didn't look pregnant to me. And I was like, I don't know. I know that there's a baby though. So everything is really confusing for me. And I was like, in my mind, I would assume she's farther along yeah. than five months. So it's even more confusing because she should look more pregnant, not I less. Like so everything about it is confusing for me, but they're getting married two weeks from this episode. Brandon's mom has arrived in the Philippines and it's gonna get a little awkward because she made it clear that she has no interest in getting to know Mary. She has no interest in a relationship with her. She has no, she's only there to support her son, which I kind of agree with. You know, I feel like going over there, getting to know the conditions, seeing what it's like and seeing if he's being taken care of in the way that he should be. I mean, he's a grown man. You can't, no, you, she didn't even take care of him. So she, she's got, she, her two cents are garbage. That's ridiculous. First but of she, all, she doesn't she could, have anything. She could still she lost, be a, a good support system though, right? But she lost custody and he had to live in a freaking motorhome at his godparents' yeah, house. Yeah. And she's saying the poverty level is a blah, blah. Stop. Stop, lady. You've been back in his life for a minute and a half. You talk to him once a month and you think you can come over and be all judgy? Uh-uh. Well... Yeah, I understand. I get that because she's not really a part of his life at all. And she's definitely not a part of their relationship, not a support yeah. of that relationship. So, okay, so I, I asked this question on Twitter tonight. I was like, what was the point of her going to the wedding if she doesn't support it? Yeah. Because I was always told, don't invite people to your wedding that don't support the union. Like, if these people don't want to see you married, they don't want to see your relationship prosper, don't invite them, even if it's family. I was always taught that. So she if she's she coming over getting, there. She thought she was getting a TLC paycheck until she blew it. Well, that's it. She ain't getting nothing now based on what yeah. she did. And this, yeah. she aired, she leaked that stuff before the show even aired. Like yeah. she really messed up. NDAs are very serious. You got to read the whole thing from start to finish. Be very, very careful with that. She lives in a halfway house with other women. Hey, Judy, is that true? Yes. Really? Yeah. Hey. She said it right in the beginning of the episode. Not this episode, but her, their first episode. I thought that she was that she lived with the daughter, her daughter. That's why Mary wouldn't let her talk to. The daughter probably lives there too. You can have if if you're a mother with children, you can have them in a halfway house. It's it's court depending on what the courts are allowing. Oh, so this is pretty recent stuff. Like she made it seem like she lost custody when the kids were little. So this is pretty recent. She's in a halfway house now. She lost the kids a long time ago, did time in jail, got out of jail, and part of her stipulations for being out of jail was to live in a halfway house 
to get her shit together. And obviously she hasn't gotten her shit together. Well, yeah, Brandon's 23 years old now. Like this was when he was like eight, nine, 10, 11. Yeah. This has been a really long time. Okay, so I kind of understand where you're coming from. So it's like, don't try to like drop in and be a helicopter mom now. Like, where have you been? Yeah. You know, like you should have been there. Like he probably ended up in this situation due to her not being there, yeah. right? That's probably part of the emotional damage mm -hmm. that he's dealing with. Like, so now you want to come and try to save him from a situation that you probably caused. Yeah. So now I kind of understand what you're saying. Like, but again, why are you there? If you don't support what he's doing, you don't want him to get married, you don't like Mary, why would you go there just to be nasty to two people? Yeah. I don't understand the hatred in that. And this is your mom. Yes. Right? Like, if you can't invite your mom to your wedding because she's going to be nasty, then that is that says a lot in itself. Like, a mom yeah. needs to understand that her children's happiness is more important yeah. than hers. So she's going over there to make sure that Mary feels uncomfortable, which I'm not 100% against. You know, Mary, yeah. I'm not no team Mary anyway, but like, I'm not against it. But also, she's a pregnant mo um, pregnant woman about to be a mom, about to marry your son. You might need to bury the hatchet and try to learn to get along because your grandbaby. Your freaking grandchild. Well, right. Your grandbaby yeah. is in it, allegedly. Your grandbaby is in there. And, that's right, allegedly. Child, you would want <laughs> a relationship with the mother of the child because, you know, the mother can be petty too. You're not the only one who read the book on petty. Like the mom of your grandchild can also be petty. And how many times have we seen um, grandparents have to go to court to get grandparent rights because the mom was just petty and didn't want that relationship? So you have to be very careful with the situation. There's no such thing as grandparental rights in the state of Oregon. And she's in Oregon. Wait, it doesn't exist? Nope. So if, if, so for instance, if Mary says you can never see this child, there's nothing she can do about it. Depends on what the rules are in the Philippines. I, if she I would assume on, there's less rules over there. There's I doubt no that, such thing. I, I thought um, her and Brandon would have any rule, I mean, any um, rights over in the Philippines. There's no such thing as grandparental rights in the state of Oregon. That's crazy. I feel so bad for grandparents in that state, though, because a lot of times, one simple falling out between the mom and the daughter-in-law can sever that relationship, and then the grandparents are just out of that child's life forever. That is so devastating. I can't imagine what that's like, because a lot of times, unfortunately, sometimes moms lose their children. So, like, say that their son passed away, and then the only person left is their son's child. Yeah. And then that woman might decide to get remarried. And then she's like, well, I don't want you around my child. And then you can't even interact with the last heir of your child. And I can't imagine what that's like. So hopefully some lawmakers are going to get on that and, and, and get some laws for grandparents. Because I didn't even realize how important it was until I started watching um, Teen Mom. And a lot of times, I want to say Farrah Abraham told her mom she couldn't see her daughter and she went to court and was working on grandparents rights i didn't even realize that this was really a thing and then i realized and a lot of times these grandparents were raising the child okay so it's not like they're just like oh you can't see them the grandparents were raising the child and then the the child actually moves in with the mom and then yeah. they they take away that relationship from the person who was raising the child and it's detrimental for both parties the grandparent is, is hurt and then the child is hurt because children don't need that type of de detrimental change at yeah. ages. Yeah. And I think a lot of times the judge will see that. They're like, oh, well, if you've been raising the grandparents and raising the child for 10 years 
it's not it's not a good thing to snatch that child up from the grandparent to give it back to the mom and hopefully the mom stays off drugs yeah you know like hopefully like it's better for that child to stay where that child is because children need um stability and they need people yeah. who have a proven track record of doing a good job oh so let's talk about frogs so they were out catching frogs i want to say the one thing about this whole episode that got under my skin the most was when mary's bitchy ass face goes she sees the mom and she goes she's so white well oh yeah what did what what did you think she was gonna look like i don't know i i I heard the comment and i was confused by it because brandon is pretty pale too yeah so i was like she's gonna look like him but she was she seemed surprised that she was pale and i was like they don't see a lot of white people maybe i was like what do you mean she's like they look like normal white people i mean they're from oregon they don't get a whole bunch of sun okay or they don't get a whole it's not like they're from nevada arizona california like this is what we look like over here especially the white people months out of the year here so wait how many we have winter nine months out of the year nine we have We've got the most bipolar weather here. Oh my. Yesterday it was 83 degrees. Today it was 52. Like you just oh never know. That's yeah. We're we yeah. We're having bipolar weather down here too. So it's all good. Not here. It's just hot. But it's projected. <laughs> we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. So there's that. Yuck. Well, yeah. We're not. I don't. We don't get that here. I don't. I don't miss that. It's just here. It's just hot all the time. Like I think today it was 88 or whatever. Yeah. But like. Last week, the high was like 71 one of the days. So I was all happy and excited. And then two days later, it was 88 again. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, of course course she's white. She's not out in the freaking California sun, you know? Well, right. Everybody thinks that America is California and New York and Florida. Like they just think there's three states and they're all connected by a bridge or something. Like they think that we all live in the same spot. It's like, guys. And first of all, in America, there's so many different shades of color here because we're we're a melting pot. So we have white people, we have black people, we have Hispanic, we have Mexican, we have um, our Chinese community, we have our Indian community, we have like so many. Like you go out, especially where I live, it's so diverse. You don't see any any um, segregation. Everyone is just everywhere. Yeah. So it's like a lot of times they they're so confused by how we look or how we talk, right. and it's like. America, you could drive 10 miles and you can talk to someone in Spanish. You drive another 10 miles, you can talk to someone in Hindu. Like, it yeah. just depends on where you are, you know? And yeah. people, are, they're so close-minded to what's going on here. They seem to think that we're such a dumb country. And I'm like, yeah. how is that so? So many, there's so many different um, spoken languages in America. It's like, of all the other countries in the world, there's so many languages and so many different um, cultures and traditions here. Like, how can they say that we're closed-minded and dumb? Like, there's right. so much being practiced here than there is in other countries. Like, in other countries, they just do what they do. They're one tradition. Here, like, I go to a friend's house, and we'll have a traditional um, Thai dinner, because they're Thai. Or I'll go to another person. Like, and, oh, I have friends that are um, from the islands in Jamaica, and we have traditional Jamaican dishes. Like, we, we experience cultures, so many different cultures regularly. So it's like, they, they want to call us so, like, culturally stupid and undiverse and it's like y'all ain't never been over here we do a lot yeah so what what do you think about catching frogs and killing them and gutting them and putting them in your food like i've never ate anything frog first of all have you ate a frog yes 
No. I love frog legs. They are I amazing. Have I haven't. We used to we used to go bogging, hunt them down ourselves, and kill them, gut them, everything. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. My dad's favorite favorite foods. He swears by it. Really? Frog legs are amazing. Yes. I have never frog legs, deer, rattlesnake, um, rabbit, goat. All of, I did, I've ate all of it. Rabbit? I had a rabbit as a pet. I couldn't imagine eating a rabbit. Wait, so Diddy, you said that you hunted them and killed them? Yeah. Yeah, we'd go bogging. Um, we would go bogging every, well, not every night, but just about every night. Yeah. We would make homemade spears, and then we would go bogging. And when you go down in the into the, like, the creek where they're at, they start jumping everywhere, and we start throwing them knives at them. What? <laughs> Wait, is it when you were in Mexico? No, here. This is, here. In, Amer this yeah. is in Georgia. I what? told you about redneck. You, you rabbit we like, like roadkill redneck. We, <laughs> rabbit stew is huge. And, and rabbit's feet are good luck. We raised rabbits as a kid for slaughter. No, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. How did that affect you? Did it affect you at all? Like raising them and getting to know them or, or no? Well, no, because I was raised that they're not pets. They're okay. for eating. Even though I, mine was Thumper, I had a pet rabbit and he was oh. great, okay. but he ran away. Oh no, <laughs> are you serious? But yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. But I, have a, I somewhere have a ton of rabbit's feet. They're good luck. Yes. Squirrels, I've, I've eaten squirrels too. Yep, I've eaten all of it. Iguana, well, iguana in Mexico. So, cow tongue, pig feet, pigtails. Um, oh, oh so my God. So when much. I grew up in Louisiana, <laughs> there was a lady who lived around the block. She, We call her the Dips, Dixie Cup lady. So, she sold like Dixie cups. Um, Those are just like Kool Aid in a cup, which you freeze it. I'm from the country. We're from yeah. Louisiana. So, those are like a quarter. And then my sister would go with, well, would send me to the store and she was like, get me a pig foot or whatever, or, or pig tongue or pig leg, pig tail, whatever. And she eventually got me to try a pig lip. So I have eaten that, like a pickled pig lip. Like I did as a kid, like now as an adult, when I see them, I can't do it. But I did eat it and it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great, but yeah. it wasn't horrible. See, the only thing i haven't eaten is i personally haven't eaten frog legs and i personally haven't eaten goats but i also have pet goats so i'm just gonna leave that one there i'm surprised I've, I've it all, so. <laughs> i was when i saw them hunting them live like i don't know i'm one of those people if i see it alive it's gonna be real real difficult for me to eat it like that's yeah. just me like it's gonna be real difficult like i was raised like with pets like I had cats, I had a dog, I had a squirrel. Like I had a squirrel when I was little, it fell out of the tree and got hurt. So I like put it in like a shoe box and I would go like get acorns for him and like till he got better. And then when he got better, he would always come like play with, like come to the door to see me every day. So like the idea of eating one, like, I don't know, I can't do it. It's, it's now legal in Oregon to harvest your roadkill. I've hit an elk and a deer. Oh, I think you can do that here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it in Ohio, yeah, if you hit, like, in Ohio, there were deer everywhere. Like, once a year, they would, like, let people go out and get their gun and just kill them. 
because they're just everywhere. So like, if you hit one with your car, you're allowed to take it with you yeah. or whatever. So, so I get that. And I know some people in Ohio used to eat deer. I've never had it. Have you, did you, have you eaten deer? Oh yeah. Oh, I love me some deer. Oh my gosh. I, was, I could eat deer every day. I, oh I was my God. It, it's, it's amazing. Elk, venison, and antelope is all we ever had when I was, and rabbit when I was a kid. What? That was our, our mm -hmm. I am so sheltered, but you guys know I grew up in a religious cult and we were vegetarians. So yeah. I didn't know nothing about nothing. I didn't have shrimp until I was like 17, 18 years old. Wow. And I thought that I was going to die. I ate it. And our religion told us that if you ate it, you would die because it was like, it was unclean. So like after I ate it, I got sick the next day and I told I told everyone that I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know, I didn't know. Because I had no, I was like, oh my God, I shouldn't have ate it because now I'm gonna die. It was so good though. I, I, I mean, I eat meat and stuff now. Like I eat shrimp. I don't eat like crawfish. Well, growing up, like when I was like 15, 16, I used to eat crawfish, which my sister would give me but it was against our religion. See, I lived, it's basically. I, I lived on a canal. Me, that was a pastime for me and my best friend. We'd go out and get five gallon buckets of crawfish and come in and cook them. Wait, you would catch, that was, catch them yourself? Absolutely. We'd put on our jelly shoes, flip the rocks, reach down, grab them behind the pinchers, and toss them in the bucket. Yep. Y'all are badass. That's badass. Go, like, go, go grab some, go um, fishing, not fishing, but like uh, go and get some oysters, fresh oysters out the, out the ocean. Heck yeah, pop them open, put them on a cracker with some uh, with some hot sauce and some lime juice. Yep. Oyster fresh. Ain't getting no fresh than that. I feel very, what's the word, um, non-living off the land. <laughs> like, I'm, I think I'm one of those people where if the grocery stores all closed down, I'd probably starve to death. Because, like, I don't think yeah. I could, like, hunt my own food. I don't think I, I could do it. So, like, I don't know, like... I don't, I've never, I've caught a fish before, but I didn't cook it or nothing. I threw it back, but I've caught a fish before. That's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll bait your hook and, and get it for you. <laughs> I don't. We'll dress it on the spot and throw it on the fire. So what do you think of Brandon and Mary? They're going to feed frog to his mom and tell her it's chicken. I think it's Is that something that's funny. okay? I think I it's funny. I hope she's just miserable. <laughs> I mean, how would you feel? Well, I can't ask you how you would feel because you guys would be, you'd be like, this is good. Okay, so what's something that you don't want to ever eat? Uh, I got nothing. Um, I don't, I don't like liver. Okay. I mean, I'll eat it if I have to, I but either. I don't, I don't like liver. Okay. Yep, me too. So. Let's say I invite you both to my house and I tell you that I'm cooking chicken, but I'm actually cooking liver and I feed it to you. Is that okay? We would smell, we would smell yeah. it as soon as we walked up. Exactly. From the door, I oh, okay. liver. I was like, I don't smell and a taste. No, they ain't no covering that up. Oh yeah, Chris picks up cats. Well, I ain't cooking no cat. Well, Love cats. If I have it as a pet, there ain't no way in hell I'm eating it. I have cats, dogs, horses, goats. I have oh. that. Okay, so say I invite you over and I'm cooking goat and I tell you it's chicken. Because this is what, this essentially what, I mean, Mary did this to Brandon. And I kind of found it to be cruel. And now they're going to do it to his mom. Like, is it okay to feed somebody something and not tell them what it is? Is that I mean, like acceptable? I, I, I'd be pissed because I have pet goats and I love goats. If his mom has a pet frog and she loves it, then it's not okay. 
but whatever. <laughs> like that, I'm sorry. She's got it coming. She, you don't, she's got it coming. Well, yeah. The way that she treats Mary, it wouldn't be in her best interest to cook anything that Mary yeah. made or to eat anything that Mary cooked no. for her anyway, right? Like when I know I have an enemy, somebody that I don't like, I'm not going to eat or drink anything that they bring me because I know they don't like yes. it. So like, I don't know if there's like, a laxative and like I don't know so I don't trust that so when she came over there and started shit with her and she started shit with her on the phone and she ignores her and she says all this stuff it should be in her best interest not to cook anything that she brings yep. her and not to drink anything that she brings yep. her because that's just common knowledge but I don't know like for me if somebody fed me frog I don't know if I would be okay like because I've never had it before and it's good there's like, there's it's like good. frogs when it rains here, there's like frogs that like are on my like they like climb up the walls of my house. You wouldn't even know. It's just like I could feed you Rocky Mountain oysters and tell you it's chicken. I wouldn't know the difference. Frogs, frogs taste like chicken. I love me some rattlesnake. I can eat rattlesnake all the time. It tastes like chicken too. Like, like yeah, you would never know unless we told unless unless we tell you what you're eating. You would think you're eating chicken. Heard, oh, so this was on another podcast, but um, the Thousand Pound Sisters eat alligator. Have any of you eaten alligator? Oh, yes, gator tail. Oh, yes, fry me up some gator tail, throw some crystal hot sauce and some ranch on it. Lord, mm, that's some good stuff I'm right there. In Oregon, I don't have easy access to an alligator. Yeah, but I love me some gator tail. Oh, that's some I, good stuff. I don't know, guys. Like, I like to think I'm adventurous, but I think the way I was raised makes me very non like risky. Also, here, if anything's too tough to eat, you just make jerky out of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy. Too tough to eat. So, like, the you think like any type of meat that won't tenderize, you just turn it into jerky. Yeah, make jerky out of it. I like jerky. Yeah. Okay. Like, I like jerky. Like, I do like that. So. Yeah. Wait, they have enough spice. Next time I go down to see you, George, we gotta go to a um, we gotta go to a restaurant that sells uh gator, gator tail. It's restaurant. Gator. Like that? I'm confused. Gator tail, no. frog legs, rattlesnakes, because all of it. We gotta in go. this state, it's illegal to kill an alligator. So, like, how do they get it? Oh, I'm sure there's other states with alligators. That it's yeah, okay. yeah, because like in this state, it's illegal to kill one. So I was like, how do they sell alligator? But I know um, in Kentucky, you can kill a gator and eat it. I was, yeah. I was watching the um, Thousand Pound Sisters and you're allowed if you, you want it, if you kill it and you eat it, that's on you. Like in some states, it's fine. It just depends on where you are. For some reason in this state, they're like protected. They're protected animals. So you can't kill them or whatever. So I don't know. Yes, rattlesnake meat is good. It is really, really good. We have a- Yes, rattlesnake. We have a place in Oregon that's called the Snake River. All of the rattlesnake skins that are were hanging in my father's garage were all ones that he has killed, and we ate them. How do you... Wait, you can't eat the skin, right? So you have to, like, just skin it and then yeah. cook it, right? Interesting. Oh, well, Judy says uh, there's a lot of gators that are killed in Florida legally. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. So I guess there's certain, I don't know, there's there's exceptions to the rule. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. 
I I would try it, but I'd have to be drunk first. So y'all gotta take me drinking first, and then oh, yeah. you can try it. Like, I can't just do it like sober. I have to be drunk first. And then I would possibly, I don't think I would eat a frog though. I would try the alligator though. I never had no alligator as a pet. I remember in Louisiana, okay, we got to wrap this up. In Louisiana, it, we had a hurricane. And after the hurricane, it was flooded everywhere. And like outside on my street, there was like alligator, like gators walking around. And I just remember how ugly they were. So I was like, yeah, so I don't have that attachment to them, right? I, I don't feel that way. Like. The, the animals that I like and had pets of, that's different. But like the ugly ones that I don't like, I'm not against trying it. You know, like I'm not against it. Yeah. Yes, TJ's got it exactly right. We have tags for everything, literally. We get tags it's for the beer, beer. Oh, wow. It's literally, it's hunting season here now. So you, you guys must have like an abundance of wild animals. We do. Yeah, because I was going to say like, in some states, you can't kill a bear. Y'all must have a lot of bears. Because I told you, and when I lived in Louisiana, once a year, you could go out and shoot as many deer as you wanted because there was just too many. They didn't know, yeah. like, it was dangerous to drive because they would just walk out in the street and get hit by cars and people were dying in these accidents. So it got really scary. So yeah, so I guess in, it depends on what state you have and how many of those animals you have. Because I know in some states, they are like, you can't kill those. They're protected. They don't have a lot there or whatever. But well, okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Here in my town, you, I mean, you see deer standing on the side of the road. So, and you hope I, I they don't run out in front of you. I have deer horns hanging right there. From a, like a live deer? Well, he's not alive anymore. Well, I mean, but he was alive at some point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <gasps> no way. That's good. This is wild this is so wild like this is so interesting i love that we talk but we watch the show and we talk about something and then i hear about how it directly relates to you like that's really interesting because i thought i was going to bring up frogs and y'all were going to be like there's no way i would have cut and ate a frog and boy was i mistaken right like i was <laughs> totally mistaken i thought this conversation was going to go a completely different direction but it's it's interesting because i love to hear um, the perspectives and the way people were raised and how they do things because I didn't do nothing growing up like I, I literally wasn't allowed so I just love to see how other people's lives are wait too bad rats aren't a delicacy we'd feed them all of the Manhattan ones for free yeah I don't know any um no in any culture that eats rats like yeah. it's not a delicacy anywhere you're right that's one of the and there's really big ones. You're right. There's like a fat, there's fat ones. Those would be a lot of meat. But yeah, no culture wants to claim those. Nobody wants that. When we're all together, Didi and I will cook you a smorgasbord, and then we'll blindfold you and taste test. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Keep a bucket. Keep a bucket next to me just in case I, I can't hold it all. It'll <laughs> be like <laughs> everything tastes like chicken. It's so delicious. Well, that is that is like a known statement. A lot of people say if it tastes like chicken it's not chicken usually because like people will be like right. oh what does that taste like they're like well it tastes like chicken i'm like everything can taste like chicken but a lot of people say it really does they're like you when you look at what you're eating or they tell you what it is it puts a pre um conceived taste in your mouth but that's not what it tastes like at all and i think that's why a lot of people don't try stuff right yep uh she said i bet people eat rats somewhere I hope not because they're really dirty. Yes. But you know what? Okay, one more thing and we gotta end this for real, I swear. My one friend told me that crawfish and shrimp are the cockroaches of the ocean. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and we you know, so they're at the very bottom of the food chain. So, so I know. So when somebody said, when Chris Pick said, I bet somebody eats rats, you're probably right. Somebody probably does because yeah. I love crawfish, okay? And I love shrimp. And they're like, oh, those are like the cockroaches yep. of the ocean. And I was like, I don't know. You dip them in that butter, though? Like, I don't really yeah. know. <laughs> you can literally do anything in butter and it's delicious. I, right? No. Butter, butter should be illegal. It really should be. <laughs> It's so good. Okay, guys, so that's it for this episode. Um, come back tomorrow night. I haven't watched The Last Resort yet. I accidentally read some tweets from it. And I do know that Yara is throwing things at Joby, so it's a good episode. I know it's a good episode already, so I'm gonna watch that. Make sure you come back here tomorrow night and join us for The Last Resort. There's tomorrow, there was tonight's episode, and then next week is the end. The last episode of The Last Resort. We know who's together, who's not. Then the following week, we're gonna watch Pedro and Chantel's ugly divorce unfold before our eyes. We get to see yeah. that we watched the beginning, we watched the middle, now we're going to get the end, and then we're going to see Chantel transition into a new show, and we're going to talk about that too. Okay. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you to my co-hosts, Cara and Dee, my dream team. Please follow them. They are amazing. I couldn't do any of this without them. They're tagged in this video. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms, at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast and stream music, type in The George Mossy Show. Thank you for joining us again. Um, we'll talk to all of you tomorrow night. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Night. Yeah.